Are you looking to build your DIY workshop business? Welcome to the Workshop Podcast, a place to inspire, gather, and connect with other creatives. To help grow your impact and your creative business, I'm your host and business coach, Jacqueline Diaz. Welcome to episode 10 of the Workshop Podcast. Today we're chatting with Sarah Pelly, retail owner of Home Revival in the UK. We're discussing why it's important to build a Facebook community and surround yourself with other creatives in the same industry. Sarah shares her story on why she started Paint Talk with the Pros, where she's keeping it real on Facebook and interviewing influencers in the paint industry, such as Quitta Allen from All Shabbed Out, Dion Woods from Turquoise Iris, and Jenny Lynn and Lori Pringle of Fusion Mineral Paint. Now, often people are afraid to ask for advice. Now, be inspired by Sarah Pelly as she shares Facebook know-how and that honest connections can happen online to grow your business by stepping out of your comfort zone. Sarah talks about how she's invested in her business with coaching, including Jennifer Allwood's Inner Circle and Rachel Miller's Moolah. And to Sarah, community is everything. Listen to hear how Sarah's experiences have her starting her own membership group. She also shares a few tips to starting on Facebook to grow your paint business. Hello and welcome today. We have Sarah Pelly with us. We are going to be chatting about the importance of community, uh, especially in our small businesses, in the DIY community. Uh, welcome, Sarah. Thank you, Jacqueline. Thank you for asking me to come on. Yeah, so exciting. Tell our listeners a bit about you. Um, so I have a bricks and mortar store. Uh, I'm based in the UK. Um, I'm a fusion um, and a mist mustard seed stockist. And I, I've got a, I run a small social media group to help um, small businesses like ours uh, onto, on Facebook. Really, I do help with a little bit more social media, but it's mostly Facebook. And yeah, I love it. I've been doing it for over 10 years now and I can't imagine doing anything else to be, to be honest. Oh, isn't that so amazing that you get to make the choice of doing this uh, as a business and that you love it. Yeah, definitely. I think one of the, one of the best things about working for yourself, I mean, there are lots of benefits, but I think the best thing is, is having that freedom to, to, to follow down that rabbit trail. You know, if you see something that sparks your interest, and you think I'm going to spend four hours checking out many chat, where if you were employed, you wouldn't be able to do that. So I love the freedom that it affords you. Yes, uh, definitely. Now you and I met uh, at a fusion mineral paint retreat. Uh, and the topic that we're doing today is all about building community and having that support network around you of like-minded people who are in the same industry. And if it wasn't for me joining uh, the Fusion Mineral Paint Retreat, I never would have met you. So I, I, it was such a pleasure. Oh, yeah, I know. And the other great thing about those retreats and, and those get-togethers and building those sort of communities is sometimes the online um, friendships that you make online, they just spill over right into real life when you meet those people. So it's fantastic. I know, isn't it? I That's what I actually love about that whole Facebook community versus like that in person is that you don't, you don't lose touch. 
you just, you make that bond and then it does just carry over to online. So uh, never take those online relationships um, for granted. Nope, you never know where they're going to lead. You have no idea. And look at us today doing our podcast together. Oh, so exciting. Uh, in the last year, a year and a half, actually I've known you for, I've seen you grow substantially and it's so fun to watch. Um, one of the things that you now do is your paint talk with the pros. So tell us a bit about that. Um, basically that's the, exactly the same um, reason we're having this conversation. It was um, everybody that was close to me. So my friends and family rolled their eyes back in their head every time I talked about paint. And I thought, you know, I know we do, we've got our um, communities online and we chat to people, but I thought, I want to speak to somebody, you know, I want to, I want to chat paint. And so that was the reason for starting it. And, and I thought I would ask all the people that I really admire, you know, in the industry. And, and they, luckily for me, they all said yes. So that was amazing because I was expecting at least a couple of them to go, well, I'm really busy. You know, I run a whole paint company. I'm sorry, I can't take the time. And all of them did. And so it was really awesome. So one of my takeaways from that is you just have to ask. Oh yes. Yes. Definitely. Yeah. And the, and the paint industry has like this persona sometimes I know from outsiders that it's not a real business and isn't it so much fun. You get to play all day with paint, but there is the business side behind it. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder if they'd say that to, Maybe Jenny Lynn Pringle who owns Fusion. I mean, that that poor woman doesn't stop from dusk till dawn. But if you've seen her online painting a lovely, you know, they must think it's not it's not quite um, it's not all about painting. In fact, unfortunately, because the the strange thing is, we all start this business usually by accident. We're mostly accidental entrepreneurs. We all start this business because we love the painting, you know, the actual creative process of it, and. I don't know, maybe 70% of the time is spent doing paperwork and, and other stuff. So that's a little tiny bit of a shape, but you know, it's still an amazing feeling walking in every day thinking this is my job. I'm one of the lucky ones. Yeah. And, and one of the beautiful things about your paint talk with the pros is that um, it really resonates with people. So people who are in the business industry think, okay, they are in the same place as us, or they started where we are. Um, you know, we started with the love of painting and now we're like in the crux of running a business, but there are other people who are feeling the same way I am. So it's nice to have that community of people that you can kind of learn from and get that support from for sure. Yeah, definitely. And I think one of the takeaways I had of, um, I interviewed, um, Quitter Allen from All Shabbed Out and, um, Dion Woods from Circle Zaris. So everybody was very excited about me interviewing them and they were the most loveliest people. And they even said that often people are afraid to speak to them or ask them advice or contact them because they feel like they're not approachable, you know, because it's, and, and from the, from having the interview with them, lots of people was like, Oh my God, they're just like us, you know? So it was relatable to a lot of people. And I think it was inspirational as well. Yeah. And so amazing that you've been able to connect with these people and reach out to them. And, and not only has it been fun to watch, but to learn from as well. Yeah. 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 Um, 
I've got to be honest, I, was, I suppose as well, I was thinking, I wonder if they would. Because we also, you know, I'll watch them too online and I thought, I'd love to chat to them. And I thought, well, I'm going to actually ask them, how do you fancy, to, how can I get them to sit, in, how could I get them to sit and talk to me for an hour, you know? So I thought, well, I'm just going to call it that and I'm going to see what, see if they do. And luckily for me, Jenny Lynn and Laurie were my first guests. And so I think everybody thought it was a little bit more of a big deal than it was. So that was amazing because then everybody else said yes. <laughs> so I, I'm, I'm going to attribute it to them really. But yeah, so yeah. I, I, just, I just genuinely wanted to talk paint with somebody who didn't roll their eyes back in their head bored of listening <laughs> yeah so you really put yourself out there though to the professionals but you built a rapport with them too so yeah. for anybody who is hesitant to build their own community or join a community of like-minded people I mean you do have to put yourself out there yeah yeah and I'm, I think even if you don't do something like I did and you just join an online community even then, you know, even even the, the um, process of us putting our furniture online, you're putting a little bit of yourself out there that may or may not well be well received. So that's brave, you know, to start. So just joining a community, I think people get far more out of it than they realize. And as small business owners, we actually have to start building our own communities too and yes. showing up. Yes. Um, and so... Doing that for your customers, for your retail location, um, what was that process like? Like, can you remember that first Facebook Live that you did, putting yourself out there, showing people paint tips? Uh, do you yeah, remember I, that feeling? Yeah, and I was lucky because I had um, somebody doing it with me, the very first one. But it's really strange because the very first Facebook Live that I did, I've got 24,000 views on it. I've never hit 24,000 views. And the second one I had, we, I was lucky when we started doing Facebook Lives, not a lot of people were doing them. And so the ones that were doing were being, you know, shown to everybody on Facebook. So we got much bigger views then than I do now. But um, I always remember thinking, firstly, you can delete it. Secondly, who's going to show up and watch this nonsense? And so I just thought, I'll try it because... What, what have I got to lose? And, and since then, um, that would be my biggest tip. My biggest tip to anybody that we speak to about, um, you know, growing your Facebook, growing your business on Facebook, is if I came to you as an advertiser and I said to you, I'm going to put your business in front of 10,000 people on a billboard or on it in a magazine or through the letterbox, and it's going to cost you £5,000. So even if your budget couldn't allow for that, you would go home and you'd think about it. You'd be thinking about it all night. You think, could I afford it? Can I get that money? Would it be worth it? You would seriously consider it, even if you couldn't afford it. Facebook is giving you that ability with the press of a button for free. You, it, you know, if I'll think sometimes when something's for free, you don't appreciate the value in it. Do you know what I mean? Oh, I totally agree. Because there's no investment. No, and if Facebook said every time you press that button, you've got to pay us 50 pounds, I'm telling you, there'd be more people doing lives. For sure. Yeah, because they, then there would be that accountability where they would have to do it because they're paying for it. So why let that opportunity go to the side? So, um, but the investment, they're actually, that's a good like mindset shift where if you said my business needs 
10,000 eyes on it and I can do it through Facebook Live. And the return on my investment will be more customers paying and coming through the doors. Yeah. So, so how do you get over that fear of doing a Facebook Live? If it, I think I think it's a couple of things because I think one of the things um, people are concerned about women when I speak to are concerned about the Facebook Live is um, I haven't got anything to talk about, which we all know is absolutely nonsense. And I offer them ten things you can go live about, give them a document they can download. Um, also, I think it's a because there's been a, because lots of people have got very popular on their Facebook lives and are, or are, you know, are, are known for doing them. It's more of about a personality thing. And I think in a business like ours, we can start off with just doing tips and tricks. And some of the women in my group and they, Oh, we don't want to go live. You can point the camera at the table and do a, do a small project. You don't even have to be on camera. You just show your hands. So I think it's a little, but not a vanity thing but I think they they feel like they need to be a personality mm. and so I think if we take that away and we talk about it like you just said in a business time where you're getting free advertisement like you couldn't afford you couldn't afford if you had to pay for it you know I think if we change if we try to change our mindset to the business rather than feeling like it has to be a tv show I think we'd get more people doing lives Right. Such a good tip. Yeah. Such a good tip. Um, now, I mean, communities that we are trying to establish, any other tips that you would have for small business owners to, because we have to think of our customers as our community. We're building that rapport with them so that we have that no like, and trust factor. Um, what are other ways that we can build our own community around our businesses? One of the um, one of the changes that Facebook made not that long ago was changing it from um, from a, like a business in a group to a person um, interaction. So what they're interested in is connections. So they're interested in people to people talking, businesses to people talking, people to business talking. So what they're looking for is interactions with your audience. So if you feel like your reach isn't as good as you think it should be on Facebook or, um, you know, your page is a little bit stagnant. You need to interact with your community because Facebook has basically said, look, we started as a social media platform and we're going back to being um, social. So there'll be no more, they won't be throwing our business out in front of people unless we are communicating with our audience. So that would be a tip. That would be my, my tip for to, to get the to get the community started, start interacting with your audience, start talking to them, start having conversations with them, and then you will see growth 100%. Right. And so not only through Facebook Lives, but by actually commenting. So if someone likes it or gives you a heart, or but it's replying back, commenting back, that would be the social aspect of it. So um, I guess, yeah, the, to follow up with your tip, it would be to interact with them as if you were having a conversation, but yeah. through texting or through messaging. Yeah, through messaging. So there's, there's, a, there's a bunch of ways that you can, but and Facebook obviously records all of those inter interactions. So if you've got a customer on your page that becomes a, a friend on your personal profile, that is recorded as such. That's a call-up class as a connection. So all of those, those things help build your business on Facebook anyway. 
and they, what they're looking for is real honest connection so they they implemented something called time and space so basically it sounds fancy but basically the amount of time it takes somebody to reply and the amount of space it takes up in the page um facebook's gone well that must be valuable and so i'm going to show that to people so that's a you know and the same back for you replying to them as well you know so it does you have literally just got to get chatting and i think a lot of people what they do is they they've got a personal profile they're really sociable they've got thousands of people you know thousands of friends on their personal profile they change over to a, a facebook page and they instantly turn into like a robot instead of carrying on being themselves pushing their personality across the page and interacting with them like you would with your friends on your personal profile so yeah so be yourself that's what you're saying just be you yeah and get to know your audience for sure ask them they love that asking questions do you like this or that what color should I paint this? Even if people are feeling like intimidated about paint, like ask me a question about paint and I'll answer it for you. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. And also ask them what they want to see on your page. You know, you know, I ask my audience quite a few times, like, do you want to see more video tutorials? Do you want to see more lives? Do you just want to see before and afters? And they do tell you. They, so the thing is, is all these people are on your page because they like you. And so if you then, you know, reciprocate that by asking them what they would like to see, it does build a really good community. You know, it does build good connections. So it's worth a try. It's just a question. So it's definitely worth. Yeah. Because you want them coming back. Yeah. You want them coming back. Super cool. So, um, so you have uh, a membership up your sleeve that you are, you've just put out there to everyone. Tell us a bit about that. I've been thinking about doing it for a long time. As you know, we've discussed it before. And I just felt like I didn't know how to tie it up in a bow. I just didn't know what is it I'm going to offer. Um, But I've been given social media tips, Facebook really, um, for a long time. I, I, I did some breakout sessions at the Fusion Conference. I did that two years in a row. And it went down a treat because some of these things, what I forget is not everybody knows, you know, um, you know, I've been doing it for a really long time. So some of the stuff, and I'm a little bit of a geek, so I'll do research this stuff and I, and I am, I really, really enjoy it. So I'm, I always forget people don't know all those things. And I think some of the tips that can be implemented, really simple social strategies that can make a difference, um, you know, and I, and I can do that. So I'll, so that was what I've decided to do. So I've got a free group where people can, where businesses can join, um, small businesses like ours. And I have said that it will be for the smaller business just because by the time you get to a certain number, there is an exact number, you sort of worked it yourself, even if you don't understand that you've worked out those strategies you have because your page is continuing to grow, blah, blah, blah. Um, so I think I can help out the smaller businesses that are stuck with, you know, couple hundred people on the page or just starting out or struggling at a certain level. So, so yeah. Yeah. That is so exciting. And so tell us the name of your, your group that. Social community for small businesses, because that's what's important to Facebook, the community. So, so that's why. Yeah. yeah. So, and that, so now if, 
Yeah, so that's funny. awesome. Um, now you have given us some Facebook tips today already. And that, is, I mean, if you can implement those, um, that is just the start to growing your own community for your small business. But now you have a, you're starting your wait list for your membership group called the social community coaching group. And, and you're going to be active in that group, answering people's questions and, and helping these small business owners. Um, and we all need support in our businesses. Yeah. I mean, some people are fantastic at photography. Some people are a whiz on social media. Some people are great at the books. Some people, do you know what I mean? We've all got, we've all got our talents. Um, and I just think there is a lot of people that is, is an element of the business that's really important nowadays because everything's online. And so anybody that needs help, I think it's, it's a great investment. So if you want to get on the wait list, um, I am going to put the link in the podcast notes. So please um, put your name on the wait list, get more information. If you feel like you need help with your Facebook marketing for your small business, uh, Sarah Pelly is your lady. Um, now for communities that you have been a part of to grow your business, um, who are the biggest influencers for you and your business? Um, well, a couple of years ago, I'm, well, three, maybe now I invested in a business coach. So that was the best thing I had, I'd ever done. I think what happened is I got to a certain point in my business and just realized I can't get any further without help because I just couldn't get over those. I just didn't know that. I didn't know how to do that. Didn't know how to implement that. And so it, there does come a point when you just need help and I, you don't know what you don't know. And so I, I um, joined Jennifer Allward's Inner Circle. She was my business. She still is my business coach. And I also did Rachel Miller's Moolah, uh, which was amazing. Mind-blowing. <laughs> it was amazing. Um, now, for those people... Did... Yeah, for those people who yes. don't know who Rachel Miller is, I think uh, people are more uh, in tune with who Jennifer Allward is because we're in that creative space. Now, Rachel Miller is like the Facebook guru. I actually just did her free uh, 100 people. Actually, that was not free. That was like a, a $10 investment. So um, such a good investment. Um, so how to get 100 people into your Facebook page, uh, nice and quick, easy tips. And, and I learned a ton from that. And so I can't imagine what her paid group was like. Honestly, mind blowing. My, it was a course, but it was mind blowing. It was, you know, and she's, she's fantastic at delivering a course. So that it's just small actionable bite-sized pieces that you can, and I'm still like, oh my God, I'm going to have to go back over that. It was mind blowing. It was mind blowing. I've probably forgot more than I remembered. <laughs> yeah, but it's definitely something I'll go back to again and again because there's, there's just so many levels of it, you know, it's fantastic. But I think all of us, whether it's, whether it was, that was my interest as well as I've thought my business needed it, but you know, you, you would, you would buy, you pay an accountant if you can't do your own books you, you know, so it's just, I think it's getting into the mindset of, of understanding that it is, sometimes it's necessary, not for everybody. Some people are great at it, you know, but if you needed an accountant, you wouldn't think twice about hiring one. Right. Yeah. And asking for help can be hard because you feel like you should know it all, but that is probably 
your greatest asset as a small business owner is delegating the tasks that you're not good at and keeping in your own zone of genius. And clearly uh, social media marketing is your zone of genius. And, um, but it's so good to hear that like you had to seek help for that too. Although that was your interest, you seeked help. And now it's, I mean, you've, you've grown because of the education behind it as well. Yeah. And in the, in the free group that I've got, um, I started off as a test, just a test group to see whether or not I'd want to do that for the, for the membership and whether it would be useful to everybody, et cetera. And within the first month, um, every single person who joined that group had massive growth on their Facebook page just from a month's time. So it, so it, it was, it's exciting watching everybody else's, you know, it was, it was, it was really exciting. So I'm, I'm loving that. Yeah. That's awesome. And now I read your bio on your Facebook or sorry, on your website. Um, and it's so interesting to read because one of the things that you love about your business is teaching. Yeah. It's so weird because when I first started out in my shed, I've got, a, I've got a huge, I did an awesome shed, <laughs> lots of tools. I love tools. Anyway, when I first started there, it, it was sort of the same for everybody, I suppose. It was my therapy. It was my my time alone. It was my get out of my shed. It's my shed. You know, sort of, it was my happy place. It was my, you know. So as it spilled out into a business, like it generally does for us, um, I don't know. I just, I didn't expect like the people aspect of it to be, you know, I knew that that would be part of it, but it wasn't something I thought I was going to enjoy and once I started teaching, I was absolutely shocked because that was my thing. That was my thing. Even at the shop, um, I've got a room and I go in the room and I close the door. I'm like, leave me alone, you know? And so I was surprised that I, I really enjoyed teaching. I loved it. I can't, you know, it was a shock. It was a surprise. Yeah. Um, and so the teaching element, um, and I can see the smile on your face when you talk about it is is like seeing the growth in people seeing that your knowledge can help somebody else and um for me i can see uh, i mean i am so excited for your coaching group because you are going to impact lives like you're going to impact people's small businesses and it comes from something that um it just comes naturally to you and that you offer um you're going to offer the services to um, help people feel confident in their social media marketing. And that's really what these communities that we're building is all about is that support network where we can feel comfortable and confident and being vulnerable, asking for help, but it's the whole helping each other aspect, um, which I love that you're creating. I'm so excited. Well, it's it's partly to do with views where everybody kept telling me I've got to stop, got to quit doing this for free. But I, I loved it. I'll just, I think it comes, somebody said to me once, um, how do you think, you, how do you know when you're ready to be a teacher? Or, you know, and I had to think about it for a little while. And I thought, do you know what? It happens when you've been in industry long enough that you're, you're full with knowledge because you've been in it long enough. You've got nowhere else for it to go, but it spills out. And so you just tell everybody. Do you know what I mean? I, th- I think that's when you're ready to become a teacher. I was deep. I was deep, Sarah. I was deep. <laughs> <laughs> and it's also that you will do it for free 
you shouldn't do it for free, but isn't that the job that we all want to create for ourselves is doing something that we love and monetizing it and getting paid for it. Because that is, you offer a ton of value, a ton of value. So, um, so what would you say to somebody else who is providing services for free in the creative industry? It's, it's difficult. It is difficult, especially when you love it. I think this is where the problem are with creative entrepreneurs, because as a rule, we love our job. And so because there's that feeling of love and gratefulness for being able to do it, I think it naturally comes that you just want to give it away. So I think it's really difficult to draw that line and, and say, although I love it, although I'm grateful for it, I actually have got to feed my children, <laughs> you know? So, but it is difficult for creatives, I think. Yeah, I, I agree. And that if, I mean, we said this earlier in the podcast, if people invested themselves themselves and actually paid for services, there's more investment in it. And I think there's more appreciation and gratitude because there's that exchange that goes back and forth. So, um, yeah, yeah, so people are invested when they pay. And so as a small business owner, um, I, I guess, can we, can we chat about investing in ourselves? Like how do you, how investing in yourselves in a coach or in a, a community, how, how do you, how do you see the value that it's had in your business? Like the paying um, for it part, paying for the yeah. cost. Well, when I decided that I actually needed help, I just couldn't go any further without some, um, I did a little bit of research. I'd already been following Jennifer Allward, um, you know, our free content. And I, I just loved her personality. No, you can't dislike her personality. She's so, she's great. Um, and I thought um, a couple of other people I knew were in there. They were skyrocketing. And I thought, hmm, okay. Right. So I ended up choosing Jennifer. There was a couple of others I was looking at, but I chose Jennifer because I knew two people in there who'd only been in there for a short time and their business had grown. So I joined. And I think because you pay, um, I thought oh, I'm going to catch this. So she does a live call. She this content every week, but she does a live call or a specialist training once a month. And so I wouldn't miss it. Wouldn't miss it because I was paying for it. And so sometimes it was completely irrelevant to me. Maybe like an Etsy expert was in. So I wouldn't watch that one because I haven't got Etsy. Um, but, you know, as a rule, if it was anything related to my business or could be implemented in my business, then I'll listen to the training. I've worked out whether or not I could do it or not, whether I needed it. And, um, so I'll, I'll think like we said before, if you pay for it, it does, it does mean a little bit more to you. And of course, then the minute you start not, you know, implementing or maybe not taking the training so seriously, but maybe that's time that you should need to leave. So it's not, it's not a forever thing, although I'm still in there. I don't, I don't, um, I don't go in there often, but I do go in there when it's something that I need, you know, so there's so much inside, especially a, a, co a good coaching group like that. There's so much inside it that you don't have to, you don't have to be in there. Do you know what I mean? It's, it's not one of those things that takes up all of your time. You just take what you need out of it and go about your business, literally. So Is awesome. that even what you asked me? But yeah, well, it's impacted your business, right? So that's what you're saying. Like the, so the value was there because you can still refer to it. It was an investment in yourself. It was, um, and it's still a community that you can go to when you need the help. Yeah. Well, I did have somebody ask me, actually, what's the difference between 
um, you know, going and finding that information yourself on online because don't, don't be fooled. You can find anything online. We know this. You can find anything online. So if yep. there's something you need in your business, you can more or less go and find it online if you search and you know what you're looking for. The benefits you get from joining a community, paid or otherwise, means everything you need is there. Basically, it's a time saver. So instead of running all over the internet, you know, on YouTube for a video, on Facebook for, you know, instead of running all over the internet, you've got that information handed to you. And as small business owners, the one thing we are poor in is time. And so for that small amount of dollars or whatever to, to, be, to be given back that amount of time, just to be handed to you on a plate is, is, is invaluable. So the knowledge is there, the people are there, the support is there, other like-minded people in the creative industry are there. Um, and, and there's more than one community that you can be a part of. Um, it, it doesn't mean you need to just pick one, right? No, yeah, there's, I think, um, I think people's, the way people um, work on Facebook is if they if they like furniture, they like ten or twelve different pages that's got furniture. If you like social media, you're following ten or twelve people, you know. So, and that that's that applies the same with groups. So there's there's lots of different sort of groups you can join, and you know, being part of a community gives you accountability as well. So it gives you some, you know, you've got that back and forth between other people that are in you know, your niche or whatever, you know, whatever the reason is you joined the community for that will, you know, they, they give you a kick up the butt sometimes when you need it. And, you know, there's friendship and people share their knowledge inside. And it's, you know, even like, even the practical side of it, like for our sort of business, we've got a group where people share their suppliers, what trends are going on, you know, techniques, you know, um, couriers even just for delivering furniture, that sort of stuff. So that, I mean, community is everything. <laughs> it is. It is. And it's all in who, you know, mm -hmm. yeah, With, sure. without knowing people, we would never have customers, but it's being active in those groups too, isn't it? It's just not being on the sidelines watching. So, um, I would, uh, invite all of the listeners to start engaging more in these groups too. Uh, so people get to know you a bit better. And not only do you build relationships in these groups, uh, it actually helps with your Facebook algorithms too. So yes. And we should be using all of the, um, the tools that Facebook give us. I think if, if people just opened their Facebook, had a look at, and have a look at some of the buttons you don't touch, you don't press, and you don't use on your Facebook page even. You know, there's, they, they, they give us a massive amount of tools for us to be successful. And I think we get, we get stuck in a rut of just posting over usually post, just posting the same sort of stuff we usually post. And it's, and it's simple, like you said, to be able to up the algorithm game sort of thing, or gamify the algorithm, whichever way you want to look at it. And, um, Groups is, is a massive one of that. And friending people in those groups, adding them to your profile and, you know, yeah. But it's not about being corny about it. <laughs> it's about yeah. being genuine about it, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, these people, well, this is what I'm saying. And these people that were in one of the groups that I just mentioned, um, were 
we chat so much and it's a really, really good community that we're having a get together this summer. So <sighs> we're meeting, um, we're meeting, we're st- spending the night there. We're having a workshop in the day. We're going out for a meal in the afternoon or in the evening. So yeah, I mean, this is, but you just, if there's not one in your community, build one, you know, open a group and invite other businesses like yours to come in, you know, just to, for, to be in it together. Oh my gosh. I love that. And, uh, my whole philosophy too is about, um, building community, not competition, because it really should be about helping one another. And, and in that, Sarah, I want to thank you because I know I've picked up the phone and you've chatted with me, uh, just to have, to know that, you know, we're there for each other. If, if you need the support in your businesses and we all need support in our businesses because it's a roller coaster ride. Yeah, for sure. I mean, even the coaches get coached. <laughs> right? It's not, you know, yeah. 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 So good. Um, Sarah, any last words that you want to leave our listeners with? Um, yeah. So my, my advice would be to, to, I would encourage all of your listeners to get out of their comfort zone to do something they wouldn't normally do. You know, nothing great happens in your comfort zone. So do something scary, do something scary every day. If that means pressing the live button on your Facebook page, if that means reaching out to a, you know, somebody that you admire and have a chat with them, whatever it is, just because good stuff happens. You never know what's around the corner. So that's what I would, that would, that would be my advice to encourage you to get out of your comfort zone. And if we could follow you on Facebook, uh, where's the best place to find you? You can find me at Home Revival. Um, that's my business page. And on there is the free group that you can join. Um, you can join it if you've got a small business. There's a couple of questions you've got to answer, you know, the same thing. Um, and off, I even think there's a link there to join up to the wait list to get some more information about the, um, the membership group coming soon. Coming soon. Yay, so excited. And then Paint Talk with the Pros is every Monday at 8 p.m. Every Monday at 8 p.m. I'll do eight episodes and then I have a little bit of a break. And then I've got to find another eight people. It takes, you know, uh, I, am, I would love some suggestions of people, you know, painters and influencers in, in the paint industry that I could chat to because I feel like I've, I've done a whole bunch already. Okay, cool. So listeners, if you have any suggestions on who you would like Sarah to interview next, post that in the comment box. Uh, and then we'll be putting you out of your comfort zone because then you will get to reach out to these amazing other uh, entrepreneurs. Yeah. Uh, thank you so much for your time, Sarah. And um, I will be listening to you Monday at 8 p.m. Um, and uh, following you on social media. And I hope uh, everyone else will be too. Um, and uh, we'll chat with you soon. Oh, thanks very much for having me. I appreciate it. I love listening to your podcast, by the way. Oh, thank you. This is going to be so much fun. So if you haven't yet subscribed to this podcast, I don't want you to miss an episode. Be sure to follow me on Facebook at Jacqueline DIY. And for more free content, video, and solid advice to build your creative workshop business and be inspired, please visit JacquelineDIY.com. Thanks for listening. Until next time. And if you're in the business of DIY, feel free to subscribe, leave a review, and tell a friend.
All right, Sarah. So you've got three top reasons why we should be a part of a community. So go for it. So the top reason would be for friendship and knowledge sharing. That would be the top reason. And the second reason would be um, for self-confidence. You know, if you're struggling with maybe pricing your furniture, you don't know whether you're pricing enough or too much or so that would be the second reason and you know sharing that sort of knowledge between each other and um the third one would be join a group where people are successful never be the smartest person in the room join a group where you're going to learn something you know so to elevate you you and your business see the best information comes after the interview so thank you so much for sharing sarah Uh, and uh, we'll check in with you soon. Bye.